It's Holy Week, guys. And it is so... <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I was trying to say, it's so amazing. It's so exciting. And I couldn't think of a word. But it is Holy Week. It's Holy Week. What else is there to say? A great year, especially... You know, after coming off of, like, 2020 and not really being able to celebrate Holy Week in person, I think this year is just more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, for sure. I, it was pretty fun. My family today, we got our palms, and we were like, wait, what did we do last year? We didn't have palms last year, did we? Oh, my gosh. No. It was pretty nice to, to get to kind of come back to the church in a sense. Oh, it was. I just remember last year, Easter Vigil, we were in our living room, and we all had candles, and about three of the kids made it oh, through the whole mass before we were before, so it was, it's strange. Yeah. My family and I, so. I just, it seemed like Easter was closer than Christmas. It feels like Easter just happened. Yeah. And it didn't. I think it's just yeah, because it's we're remembering, nice. we're remembering everything that happened last year. But no, this is good. This is renewal. It's kind of a yeah. continuation of what got ruined, yeah. you know? Exactly. I totally agree. I think it's, uh, it's going to be very good. Yes. And starting off with Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. Hey, how fun. Always like my favorite day when I was a kid. Cause you got to hold palms all mass, but yeah. Yeah. What's... Make all the things. Yeah, exactly. No, and I would always wait for the priest to do the holy water because I wanted to get holy water on me. <laughs> I would yes. like move. I would oh, move to the awesome. side of the aisle where he was on just to get water on me. It was it was great. Oh my gosh! That's yeah, fantastic. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for appreciating my childhood. Anyway, yeah. So we're starting off with Palm Sunday. Um, like I said, it always used to be my favorite as a kid. But what would you say is your favorite day of Holy Week? What is your favorite celebration, your favorite service or mass? Gosh, I don't know. I really love, um, I really love Holy Saturday. Mm -hmm. Oh, do tell. Yeah, because Holy Thursdays is, Holy Thursday too, that's great. And then Good Friday is obviously sad. I mean, like, Jesus died. And and then Holy Saturday is kind of like the in-between period. It's like, okay, the worst is over. We've been through the worst. Now we're waiting to see what kind of good God will bring. Wow. Yeah, I really like that. It's, I don't know, Holy Saturday is always the day that my family, like, dyes eggs and does all the fun yeah. Easter stuff, I guess. So that's fun. That's really interesting. Um, so I really like Holy Saturday. Yeah. Really what about you? What would you say? Um, I would, you say? I would have to say Good Friday. It's sad. Yeah. And I think I've learned to appreciate it more because as a kid, I – I always hated it. I was like, dang it, mom makes mm-hmm. the pasta. We don't get to eat meat. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. seems so sad. And nothing happens yeah. on Good Friday. And you have to go to the rosary and stations of the cross. And it's all this praying all day. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to really, really love it. I think it's just yeah. because it is a good reflection day. Because you wake up. And at least for me, as soon as I wake up, I kind of have this somber, like, Today is a day to reflect. Today is a day to rest in the quiet. And I really like the Good Friday service, at least the St. Teresa's has, because we don't have Mass. Um, yeah. Obviously, because Good yeah, Friday. Yeah. Because they put they put the host in the tabernacle off to the side. Or do they, yeah. or is it just not there at all? Anyway, not important. But 
<laughs> the service that we have, or I think a lot of churches have, is where you do the kissing of the cross and you receive communion. Yeah. And you kiss yeah. the cross and you just read the readings. Um, yeah. And I think it's really beautiful. At least what we do is we have a Divine Mercy Chaplet and Rosary at noon. Yes. And then we do stations right after that. And then usually for the rest of the day, Good Friday until the Mass, not the Mass, the service at night, there's just uh, not adoration because the monsters have been out. But there's music and there's confessions and it's basically just a really long holy hour kind of thing. And it's really cool because you come and go and it's just really quiet in the church. And... After the service, I always come home and watch The Passion with my family. And something about that movie, I feel everybody says it, but it really does hit you hard, especially during Lent, especially after all that time you spent giving something up. Mm-hmm. And you, it kind of reminds yeah. you of why you did it. Anyway, I love the quiet yeah. that is in Good Friday. Um, and I, I like agree. that it kind of calls me to really think about the sacrifice of the cross because I feel like it kind of gets lost. We just say, oh, yeah, he died on the cross. But Good Friday, like, makes you look face-to-face with what it actually was. And it's yeah. really, really powerful. I like it. I like the quiet. I totally agree. I think it's a good time to reflect. I don't know. Like, talking about, you know, again, childhood. Like, I always hated, like, on Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. you have to participate. And you had to say, crucify him. I hated that. Because yeah. I'm like, I, I wouldn't have said that to Jesus. I wouldn't have wanted to be the one to, you know, I wouldn't have crucified him. Mm-hmm. Like, all of my sins that is saying crucify him whether I, yeah. I want them to or not and so mm-hmm. kind of coming to that realization like I don't know today this morning it really hit me I was like you know I don't want to say this but I've already said it so you know and so, with with my actions not really with yeah. my words so but then it's that redemption I think I don't I don't, don't know where I was going with this yeah but but like you said um Good Friday really makes it more real it kind of brings mm-hmm. it back and you you kind of feel like that you feel that crucify him you know yeah, and I had a thought. I had a thought so similar to that during mass today when we were reading that part, because I I don't know I hadn't really thought of it, but today I did. And when I said that, mm-hmm. like you said, my initial reaction was, "No, I don't want to say that because I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. Of course, wouldn't have yeah. wanted to crucify Jesus. Like he's our Savior, he's my Lord. Why would I want to crucify him?" But I started to think about it, and just like you said, like we put him on the cross. You know, it was it was uh, like yeah. it was our sins, and so in a way participated in that which is really hard to like come to reality with like come to face reality but at the same time it was such an amazing sacrifice um and also what you were saying though about how we immediately say oh no I wouldn't have said that I wouldn't have crucified him I always think of Peter and the the reading the reading today this four page everybody participates reading which is so cool by the way but I always think of Peter and how he goes, no, Lord, even if it means I'm going to die, I'm not going to give you up. And Jesus is like, oh, brother, okay, <laughs> you're like, about oh, to deny me three times. Child. And Peter's like, no, but, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No, and then I'm he does. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he does, does, which is great redemption. I, I mean, you see Peter in his journey to becoming literally the rock of the church, the cornerstone on like yeah. all of our, well, you know, the the yeah papal office I gosh I can't formulate well, words today he knows he knows exactly what it's like to be at the lowest point to have utterly mm-hmm. rejected Jesus to not have been with Jesus to have said I don't know this man so he knows what it's like so I feel yeah. like he that that does make him a good rock a good person because he can understand people who are like 
I, I don't want anything to do with the church, you know? Your yeah. way, that's so weird. He's like, well, no, I, I, I rejected this too, and it was the worst decision I ever made, you know? Yeah. And I think also he – Jesus doesn't leave him there. He doesn't just let Peter deny him and then to be like, oh, he's done. Okay, we're going to block him. He's done, you know? <laughs> Peter got canceled he's by gone. Jesus himself. <laughs> no, no. No. Peter, no. Instead, Jesus comes to him and said, and gives him three chances. He says, Peter, do you love me? He gives him three chances to kind of redeem himself. And so, wait. I don't know. I think that's oh my such gosh. a powerful lesson. Yeah. He says, I, I have a notebook asks, and I'm writing this down. Yeah. He asks him, I love you. For each of the times that he denied him. And then Peter gets a chance to say, yes, Lord, I do love you. To kind of, you know, I guess make up for that. To to have that forgiveness and healing and closure. Yeah, I've always loved that. I've always thought it was wow. really great. Wait, that's yeah. a really, really beautiful thought. Yeah. About confession. Like, yeah, that's that kind of reminds me of that. And I think this ties in really well with Palm Sunday, actually. Mm-hmm. Because... Peter knew him intimately as one of his apostles. And he was like his best friend. He was, yeah. Well, let's let's give that title to John. <laughs> as John so poetically okay. says in his Gospels, the one Jesus loved. He knows it. Totally anyway. Me. Definitely right? me. <laughs> I'm not like but the yeah. disciples. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like the other boys. That's funny. That's really funny, yeah. actually. But no, funny. Peter knew Jesus intimately. And he was really confident that he would never give him up. But when it came down to it, he did. And you look at the people yeah. who were greeting Jesus as he was coming into Jerusalem are the exact same people who turned around like five days later and condemned him to death. Exactly. And I feel like, I feel like that's kind of what I'm starting to think about this Palm Sunday mm-hmm. or something that's kind of been coming to me is I may know him for myself and I might feel confident that I will always feel this strongly and I'll never back down. But how, how in the little ways do I deny Jesus? Like if I'm at work and somebody brings up a contrary belief, what do I say back Mm -hmm. to that? Or not at work, actually, most people at work are pretty, nobody knows (laughs) anything, but an example, if, if, if you're at school and what do you do to that? Do you, step up and say something or do you not um because yeah. i feel like speaking the truth is speaking jesus because jesus is the truth and if you don't speak the truth then you're you know him. you're you're giving up you're denying a chance to spread his love and to spread yeah. the word of god and to spread jesus's name and yeah. you just think of all the little times in your life where you deny him yeah. and it makes that line crucify him kind of all the more real exactly because you're saying it even though, like, immediately you think, I would never crucify Jesus. Maybe other people mm-hmm. would, but I sure wouldn't. Then that's pride right there. You're like, I would never say that. Yeah. But you do say it. You say it in all the, like, thousand little ways, you know? Like You, they, say, it they, in, you say it in saying that. In saying, oh, exactly. no, I'm, I'm better than that. I would never do it's that. It's pride. But, and, you know, yeah. I think another important thing from that, too, though, is it's okay. Peter denied Jesus, and he's one of the greatest saints. Like, yeah. just because you deny Jesus or just because you mess up and sin, and even if you keep sinning, you can still get back up and God will be right there, ready to forgive you. And, and still, he still has good plans for you and he still is going to use you to accomplish his will in a good way. So it doesn't mean that it's all over. Yeah. I mean, acknowledging that you are a sinner doesn't mean that, oh, well, I'm a sinner. I guess I better go, you know, <laughs> sin it up. I, I'm a head out. Full send. You know, it means like, okay, I'm a sinner. But with God's grace, hopefully someday I won't be. 
yeah. wow that's a that's a really beautiful way of thinking about it thanks yeah i just i, I love redemption stories i love redemption art oh know? gosh Star yeah. wars i'm just like yes he turns good again <laughs> you know <laughs> yes i just i'm just here for it um and that's i think i think part of the reason why stories like that are so powerful total side tangent here but i think part of the reason why stories like that are so powerful is because we all want to um we want to have that redemption i know you don't like mm-hmm. narnia but you know when edmund like he betrays his siblings. <laughs> he goes to the a white Christian witch. Christian who doesn't like Narnia. Oh, <laughs> I should just, I'm just going to head out. No, anyway, keep I talking. I understand it was traumatic from your childhood. You were overexposed <laughs> to it. It was shoved down your I totally understand. But then oh. when Edmund comes back and fights in the final battle, and then he's the one who, like, cuts off the white witch's wand, and, like, that's the smartest decision yeah. anybody had made up to that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that just resonates so deeply because that's what we all want. We all want to know that our sin isn't the end, that we can still come back and be the hero, be the saint, you know? Yeah. And that, that's hard, but anyway, yeah, so. No, absolutely. I and that's a good reflection. That is a really good reflection. And I also think, like, going back to that idea of redemption, all those people who turned on Jesus, all those people who greeted him with palms and then immediately turned on him and condemned him to death, he died for them, too. Exactly. Like, he went to his death knowing that a crowd of probably thousands of people rejected him entirely and he died for them he died for them so nevertheless wild. isn't that crazy so wild um i was i was at confession the other day i may have told you this but i think it's a good word and um the priest said basically i want you to reflect on the passion and i want you to reflect on every step of the passion and i want you to think about how jesus had you in mind at every single part and it's enough to bring you to tears if you think yeah. about it and if you're in the if you're imagine you were in the stu- in the shoes, pardon me, in the shoes of anybody who was in Jerusalem this morning on Palm Sunday, who then rejected Jesus and then saw him die for them, and maybe they had a revelation and realized that they had yeah. done it wrong. Imagine how moving that would be to realize that your Savior, knowing all the things you have ever done wrong and will ever do wrong, still died for you. And in every lash when he was getting scourged, in every nail, in every step of the way to mm-hmm. Golgotha, he thought of you. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. That that's crazy. absolutely crazy because you think about it and you just think how unworthy you are. And he did it for you. Yeah. I he did it for you. I can't even understand that. Yeah. I think of the Roman centurion. It's one of my favorite lines is when he says, Oh my gosh, yes. The son of God. Like, this is a Roman. The Romans were like, legitimately hated by the people in Jerusalem because yeah. they were rotten to them. They would, you know, tax them and just abuse them and they were just rotten conquerors. And so the fact that a Roman mm-hmm. soldier looked at this person who had been turned on by his own people and been crucified like a common criminal mm-hmm. and managed to recognize truly that this was the son of God. Like it's so crazy. The cross is so powerful. It's such a powerful statement. Like you said, all those people saw that the cross and they, you know, they had to know that this is this was their doing you know they had just Mm -hmm. welcomed him and then they turned on him and yeah that's on them but he still died for them and out of love for them it was on them (laughs) but he took it to himself like everything that was on us all of our sin all of that he took it on and it's no longer on us that's that's insane absolutely wild and yeah palm sunday just really makes me reflect it gets me in the mood for holy week yeah. What can we learn from Palm Sunday? Like, what can we think about this Holy Week? What's a message yeah. that would be good to keep in mind and kind of have all of our days reflect around so that we have yeah. a clear 
idea of what we can be striving towards, what we can be reflecting on this week. Ideas? Yeah, maybe we can think about all the little ways that we crucify Jesus Mm -hmm. and all the ways that we deny him. And then we can think about all the ways that, you know, we can help or we can like, like, you know, Veronica wiped his face. Simon of Cyrene helped carry his cross. What are ways that we can reach out to other people to kind of soothe that, um, to kind of not kind of make up for the, that and say, this, this doesn't have to be the end. My, my small crucifixions don't have to, to be the end. There's redemption, I guess. I don't know your thoughts. (laughs) That's beautiful. No, everything you said, I think those are great because they tie into every single day. Yeah. Um, and to build off that, if you want um, further reflection on this idea of how can we console the heart of Jesus? How yeah. can we be Jesus's hands and feet to the body of Christ? How can we serve others? There's a song that I was listening to today, and I didn't know why because I haven't listened to it hardly ever before. But today, it just rang true. Um, and now that we're talking about it, I'm realizing, ah, I yeah. see. I see. That's why I listened to it. So you can kind of reflect on this more. Um, it's called Move Your Heart by Maverick City Music. Ooh. And it basically, it it's pretty long, but it has a lot of lyrics about how am I called in my life to console the heart of Jesus? Like, yeah. is it by singing songs? Is it by giving you my life? Is it by doing all these things? Um, and it's basically a really beautiful call to examine areas in your life that you can start, you know, moving his heart, being Jesus to others. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And I love everything you said. So I yeah. can, I condone it. Absolutely. That's yeah. just my little, my little sprinkle of you know, further reflection. It's a really good song and it's yeah. good to reflect on that idea with, Absolutely. But yeah, that's beautiful. I'll quote Augustus again, it. whoever sings praise twice. I, I love that man. I could quote yes. Augustine all the time, but, um, please do. Yeah. Please do a solo <laughs> episode on St. Augustine. Yes. Oh, we should. I, maybe I should, I can do a weekly word on him. What a guess. Yes. But anyway, Absolutely. yeah. So I, I love, I love that you brought in music too, because that's, um, such a powerful way to pray and reflect. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you just get the right songs at the right time. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. So, oh no, it's not weird. It's Holy Spirit shenanigans. Um, that's absolutely <laughs> Holy Spirit shenanigans. You heard it here, guys. Um, yeah, I it's like that. that. So, so I think that's uh, that's a great practical way also to um, reflect mm-hmm. on some of the things we talked about. Check out the song, guys. <laughs> yeah, I like that call, Claire. I like it because I think it's really hard. It gets hard, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm super on fire for and other days not. And I feel you. <laughs> I think it's it's important to push myself to do that. Yeah. So I really like that. Yeah, I think it's great. I'll definitely do that. Sounds good. All right. Well, I think uh if do you have that any wraps closing it up. thoughts? Yep. Do you have any closing thoughts? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I think we tied it up pretty well. Right. I'm excited for this week. I am too. so excited. Um we're praying for everyone who's listening to this. Yes, we are. We pray that you have a fruitful holy week mm-hmm. um and that you can be drawn deeper into prayer and deeper into reflection and that you can really reflect on the passion of jesus and get a lot of graces out of it because he's ready he's ready to give us all the graces this week it's yep. the holiest week of our lives yep a bit, a bit more than just a pinch like a, a little a, bit more a, than a pinch of grace a, a bucket, a of, bucket grace. of grace yeah we'll just tsunami of grace your head. a tsunami <laughs> oh. sweep you away it's there, guys. It's Just beautiful. Ask for it, man. Yep. All right. Enter into it with him this week. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fire. All right. Well, all right. Bye, guys. I have so much fun talking to you. So See ya. Fun. See ya. <laughs> bye, have a guys. great day, guys. Have a great week. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
<laughs> okay, we can end the thing.